0: I'm your host, Nate Webb. Let's get to it. What is up, everybody, and welcome back. It is great to be at BBG. I do a lot of talking about smartphones and how bad they are for kids and how they're the worst thing ever. And wouldn't it be nice if there were more options out there for kids? I mean, we have the Gab Wireless, which we love Gab Wireless and the option that they give. And then there's flip phones, dumb phones, which don't look very cool. And that's about it. Until now. Today's episode, I speak with folks from Pinwheel, another great option for kids instead of a smartphone. The Pinwheel phone is a type of phone that allows kids to grow with their technology, kind of transition the train wheels to the bicycle, so speak. So parents, if you have kids who are asking to get a smartphone, this episode is for you. But 1st got to pay the bills. All right, everybody, we are back. So I have here with me Shelly Delane, chief mom of Pinwheel. Pinwheel is a new kind of first phone for kids. It allows the parents to be more hands-on and helps the kids to grow with their tech. So thanks so much, Shelly, for being here today. Thank you, Nathan, for having me. I'm so excited to talk to you. I am so excited to have you here. First off, how the heck are you?
1: I am great. I am excited about this week because Halloween's coming up.
0: Oh my gosh. Yes. I love Halloween so much. Like I get to live a little bit vicariously through my little boys. I have a three-year-old and a one-year-old and the three-year-old wanted us to be Avengers. So I was like, well, twist my arm. So I was Iron Man and he was Spider-Man and the little one was Captain America. My wife was Black Widow. It was the best. So for our trunk or treat that's Um,
1: fabulous and we we carved pumpkins for the first time in many years and i learned why carving pumpkins is kind of gross after a week
0: yep yep
1: (laughs) Uh, where are you coming at us from i am coming at you from austin texas
0: austin texas
1: we have beautiful weather here still
0: oh i I bet i bet i am in utah and i'm proud of my cold weather thank you very much (laughs) Um, <laughs> I don't
1: get me wrong. I grew up with winter seasons and I love winter, but we just don't have it here, is all. Yeah,
0: we also woke up this morning with like Mach five wind speeds. It was oh not so. Um, but anyway, so tell us about pinwheel. We know and love Gab Wireless over here. Um, mm-hmm. it's a good first phone for kids, so you can look, don't have to look like you have a dumb phone while having a dumb phone. Um, but some people want a phone to transition their kids to smartphones because tech's not going anywhere. And eventually they're going to need to get there. So tell us about Pinwheel and how you became to, you know, be with them, chief mom and all that good stuff. Absolutely.
1: So I actually found Pinwheel as a mom first, I was looking for a first phone for my daughter and I found Gab and I was like, Oh, I like Gab, but Kept looking at all the different solutions, the software you can add on to grown up phones, the Gab phone, that just all the options, because I'm a research nerd. That's what I primarily do in life. I research everything. And I came across Pinwheel. And at the time that I found Pinwheel, they weren't even selling to the public yet, they were in private beta. And I happened to know one of the co founders, ironically, from an event where we had both been mentoring kids who were doing like a kids startup pitch competition. So he and I had coffee and I was like, wait, tell me more about this. And when we talked about the idea of teaching kids as a process, how to get from not owning a phone to being ready for an adult phone and how to grow up with technology that spoke to my nerdy process-oriented heart. And I said, let me help. (laughs) And I joined the team so I could help with that. Um, And it's been a great journey with Pinwheel because the more I've gotten into it, the more wholeheartedly I believe that there's so much that comes from treating technology use as a journey.
0: I love that. So tell us a little bit about more about the, about the pinwheel phone itself. You said it's more like a journey. Um, we know Gab wireless is you can talk in text and that's it. Um, what is, what is pinwheel?
1: <laughs> so pinwheel, you can actually configure so much about the phone remotely. You can with the contacts itself, you can approve what contacts the phone can and can't call and when it can call them. So you can set up the phone so that it can only call mom and dad after bedtime. So you don't have to worry about your kids staying up till midnight. And you can approve image texting or not image texting. And it has real third-party apps for them that they can start learning to use other apps, but it's a curated selection. And there are therapists, like seriously the degree to which pinwheel works with therapists and child development experts and researchers to help really figure out because this is new in the world like uncharted waters for parents in a way um but to figure out what are the risk areas for kids and how do you think about apps and teaching an app to your kid and all of that um and with all the apps you can choose whether there are any on the phone and if there is an app on the phone, you can choose when that app is available. So if there's an app you want your kid to try using, but you know, maybe not during math class, you just schedule it so that it's simply not available to them. And here's what I love about all of that. When there's anything that a kid is learning, whether it's crossing the street or learning to have a smartphone, There's a lot of little skills and a million rules that go along with it. And we don't always break those out. Sometimes we just do it on instinct. Like you teach your kid to look both ways before crossing the street. You don't necessarily break that down into a curriculum, but, (laughs) but it is a process and there are Mm -hmm. things they need to know. And the thing that I love about Pinwheel is the degree to which you can set up the phone to only be the things that they are learning to manage right now. Love that. They're less likely to get in trouble because they're not going to break a rule they didn't know was there. Like Mm. kids who stay up texting all night and then get in trouble, but they forgot or their friend texted them and they didn't realize that, oh, I'm not supposed to respond right now. Right. Even though it pinged at me and I'm it just keeps trouble a little bit out of reach of children until they learn. How to do it themselves so you can keep things to a manageable set
0: i love that i love that that parents kid because with 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 pinwheel parents can download the app onto their phone so that they can remotely control their kid's phone um, they can see what's going on they can control the screen itself um, and they can have a, a lot more hands-on approach to allowing what goes on on the phone and when it goes on now what i guess why were you even looking Like you said, you were looking for new phones for your kids. You're looking for a first phone. Why were you concerned? What were you seeing?
1: Mm. You want the real story of why I was concerned and looking to teach my kid about digital literacy? I was, this was before the pandemic when playdates were a normal part of our life. (laughs) um, We were over at a friend's house and I was hanging out talking to the mom. and she was at the time very shaken Mm. because a neighbor friend of theirs a girl i know who goes to a little local private montessori school sweet little school hands-on great little school where you've got 10 kids in the class and it's a really that kind of school she had to change schools because she had gotten picked on real hard and in a really ugly way for not sending naked pictures of herself to the other kids in the class.
0: And how old was she? How how old are these kids?
1: She was eight years old.
0: Eight years old. So at eight, years, eight old, years old, in a tight-knit school, she was being asked by other kids to send nude pictures at the age of eight.
1: Yep. And I literally walked around her living room for 10 minutes with my mouth literally hanging open. I don't think I've ever done that before in my life, but I was literally like... I can't even process this, what are, what? And it prompted me to start talking to other parents and looking at like, what's happened with your kids, friends that I have who have slightly older kids, my nieces and nephews, like talking to parents who have slightly older kids than mine and looking at what their journey has been like. And it terrified me, frankly.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. And so you set out to be like, all oh, right, what phone can we get her that protects her from the scum of the earth and other little kids that are not super nice? Um, wow. And then voila, here we are with Pinwheel and everything. So from your point of view, why is it so important that kids have this simple, basic phone option? You know, instead of because I mean, some parents would argue, oh, I'll just teach my kids what to do and hand them an iPhone. Oh. Mm.
1: There are a lot of parents who say i'll just teach my kid by giving them an iphone and you know we'll just deal with things as they happen um (laughs) this is where my brain has to resist the temptation to go into all the statistical reasons why that's a bad idea mostly that the the consequences of a mistake in that realm are often life-changingly bad
0: elaborate on that
1: Oh boy, Um, (laughs) how how dark do you want to go with this? Because um,
0: let's wake some people up. Go for it.
1: Oh, okay. I'll go there. I really will. Uh, So the eight year old that I learned about who was being pressured for naked pictures um, is by no means an exception. The average age of first exposure to hardcore, and I mean hardcore, oh my god online pornography. The average age of first exposure now is like 10.
0: Yep. Nine to 12 guys. Yeah. Nine to 12. That's how old most kids are exposed to pornography.
1: And that's the average. There are kids like five, six, seven years old who get exposed to things that you don't even want to know exist as an adult because they don't, know how to avoid it it's not that they're looking for it it finds them and they don't know how to avoid it yeah it and this is the one that when i dug into this it broke my heart did you know this one really still shocks me of all the child pornography available on the web Roughly 33% of it is created by the children in it.
0: That's crazy.
1: At home, with their parents in the other room, mostly 11 to 13-year-old girls, mm. who get coerced, yeah, or bribed, yeah, or lured,
0: yeah, exploited is yes. how I like to put it. Yeah, um, you know, don't par- don't go for it.
1: And it's invisible to the parents Yeah. until their kid is all of a sudden incredibly depressed or doing poorly in school or all of the other things that come along with any other sexual abuse. But by the time it becomes visible to parents, it has scarred children and it's not okay. And it's so preventable. That's the
0: That's thing, thing that the blows thing. my mind. It is so preventable. It's so preventable. Like some parents, they think we're going to give our kids this full-fledged supercomputer with access to millions of people and give millions of people access to them and we think it's going to go well and it doesn't ever go well it never ever goes well and
1: here's here's the okay so i know i can i know i'm i'm older than you but it is possible that when you were a kid you still had a landline at home did you guys yes yes i did i still
0: remember the phone number
1: See, isn't that great? Oh my god, I love that. Okay, just because it'll it'll bug me. What was your phone number growing up?
0: It was six seven eight two six
1: two five. Nice. Mine was seven eight one eight zero oh, nine two. And on a touchtone phone, it played the tune of Camp Town Ladies. Yeah, hey, um, there we go. Seven eight one eight zero oh, nine two. Do da do da. So, I don't know if it was like this in your house or not, but in my house, when you answered the phone there's a very particular way in which you had to answer the family phone.
0: Oh yeah. This is the webs. Nathan speaking like, yeah.
1: How many kids get taught that now? No. Mom, it's ringing. What do I do? It's a phone call. <laughs> or they just tap at it and answer it. And then they sort of trail off in the middle of a sentence and hit end. Yep. So if you think about it, we know there are skills involved in even just answering and hanging up a phone call. Mm -hmm. And we used to be taught those things. And so to give a kid this, which is a phone plus a billion other things and think there's nothing to teach. Yeah. It's insane. It's insane. And I get it because it seems so simple. Like they can tap around on the screen and make it do stuff, but being able to tap around on a screen and being digitally literate are not the same thing.
0: No, not even close. Um, cause you literally had you, you, you're teaching them how to use a supercomputer and then, you know, and then gab came out, which is an amazing, very, very first phone of Absolutely. like, you know, 10 year olds, 11 year olds who want a phone to, you know, they don't, so they don't look dumb. They want a way to you know, keep track of their friends and everything. That's a great way, but we're going to keep growing. Tech is not going anywhere and they're going to have to use it eventually. And yes, you can dumb down an iPhone and do all those things, but kids can get around that. The thing that I love about pinwheel, you can do all the dumbing down on your end and they can't do anything about it on their end. They can't can't switch the time zones. They can't switch any of that crap. They get to use the device and that's it. They don't get to mess with the settings, yeah.
1: Two things on that that I didn't realize when I first found Pinwheel but have come to absolutely just relish. One, every time, because no software, I don't want to give anyone the illusion that anything is perfect. Pinwheel is an early stage company and no software is perfect. And every third party app has little things, always yep. stuff that gets found. Yep. But here's what I love. Every time there is the most even obscure loophole or workaround or hack or weird little thing they will that a it. kid finds, <laughs> some kid finds it, the parent reports it to Pinwheel, it gets blocked at the system level, and no other parent has to worry about their kid finding it. It's yep. like the power in numbers that goes along with that tickles me to death every time some parent is like, like early on, there was a calculator app that mm-hmm. if you tapped on the information button in the calculator app, and then tapped on the terms and conditions, and then this, and it was like, it was like a 12 step process.
0: Yeah. Well, with iPhones, you through the calculator, you can get through having to sign into the iPhone. It's weird. Right.
1: Exactly. But like, kids will find that. But in the land of iPhones, every parent learns that for themselves. But with Pinwheel, you report it, and it gets blocked at the system level. And like 1000s of other parents don't have to worry about it. Because one person's discovery benefits everybody. It's a beautiful thing.
0: That is so awesome. And uh, how many kids do you have?
1: I have one of my own.
0: Oh, nice! How old are they?
1: She is nine, and she is she's, nine. Yes, and she's a very tech-savvy child of her of her own making. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's been a heck of a journey for us because she is a very coding and programming-oriented kid.
0: Oh no! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's good though. It's awesome. But it's
1: <laughs> scary. It's, it's a lot, but it's good. And I will say with her, honestly, she doesn't have, she's not a kid who talks on the phone much. Yeah. So the primary use of pinwheel for us has really been as a catalyst for those conversations. Like yeah. every time she runs into a, Hey, my friend's phone does this, but my phone does this. Why? Why? we have a whole conversation about it.
0: Well, and speaking of friends as phones, I mean, I, I kids are going to have pushback. Like they're going to say, but mom, everyone else has a smartphone. Why can't I get one? And how do you have those conversations without saying, because there's pedophiles who want to do bad things with you. Okay. Like, and you
1: know what my personal favorite on that is kids understand that they're still learning things and they get in trouble when they make mistakes Mm -hmm. and so for me my favorite framing of it really is around if it's on your pinwheel phone you know i said it's okay for you to use you don't have to worry about stepping on or breaking a rule that you didn't know existed Mm. so if there's something that your phone doesn't do believe me there's a reason for it and we can talk about the reasons all you want like <laughs> she's just mine we've just gotten to the place where she's like i trust your mom just it's fine <laughs> like yeah. it's fine you don't have to explain it
0: yeah parents at a certain point you got to stop being afraid and just parent just say because i said so well and- <laughs> i always offer the
1: explanation i am a big fan of letting kids have as much information as they want or as much energy as you have to give it. Uh, <laughs> but like I'm very clear about this is what the limit or the expectation is. Happy to discuss with you why.
0: Right. Right. <laughs> but there is
1: There's not up a discussion. <laughs>
0: there's a talk by Simon Sinek. And uh, mm-hmm, he talk, he he talks about, you know, how kids they're they're not old enough to be able to process all this dopamine endorphins running through their brain because of the screen and the alerts and everything. And they said, parents, you can take the phone away. You are the parent, take the phone away. It is your phone. Um, And being able to regulate that, 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 that that's pinwheel. Absolutely. And
1: it's being able to regulate it without having to go through the drama of taking the actual device away.
0: Yes, you don't because do the dance. You got it. The dance of if you you don't do this, I will take your phone away, and you use it as a reward and punishment, and it does not go well.
1: It does not. And here's a thing to know about kids and phones that changed the way I looked at it too. Was when a kid first starts asking for a phone, they are certain that they will die if they don't get a phone. They must have it. They have to have a phone but if you dig into them why what do you want it for they Mm -hmm. generally don't know they just know they have to have it they don't really know what to do with it Mm -hmm. and the opportunity that lies in that is that as a parent i get to tell her what it's for and so if i say This device is going to help you get ready for school in the morning. And it does like the pinwheel routines is in my opinion, the most undersung and most beloved feature of the phone. You can set a list of things for your child to do from the parent app. You can make a to-do list that pops up on their phone at a particular time of day. And it is literally the first thing they see when they open the phone. They don't have to open an app. They don't have to notice the sticker chart on the refrigerator. They don't have to see the post it note you left on every spare surface in the house, reminding them to pack their lunch for school. It's right there on their phone. They're going to open their phone. So they're going to see the list. Right. That's awesome. And the degree to which that that has helped my daughter learn how to self manage parts of her day, like I haven't had to remind her to brush her teeth pack her lunch or feed the dog in six
0: months. (laughs) Parents, it's a dream come true. Okay, your kids will do their chores. (laughs) I'm, I'm like,
1: now I will tell you, it does require a kid who like that, in order for that to work as well as it does with my daughter, it requires a kid who generally speaking, isn't prone to pushing edges real hard like right. they generally want to follow the rules
0: right they're usually obedient right right yeah they like doing the good things usually and most kids exactly. do and most, most kids, kids do. do like doing the, the good things usually now okay so even if a kid has pinmill even if a kid has gab or any of these good phones out there should parents still be having those constant talks about yes. social media about yes. pornography about yes. predators why because the pinwheel phone
1: in their hand or the gab phone in their hand or whatever you put in their hand is not the only technology they're going to be exposed to.
0: Done done. Yes. Oh they my gosh. They have friends yes. and they go to
1: school. And and that's why I say that for me like the pinwheel as a catalyst for conversation is its most valuable function in our house mm. because it lets me have those conversations. And so seriously my nine-year-old has taught her friends to not spam text Mm, because with pinwheel you get to monitor their text history like you see their whole text history in the caregiver portal so when somebody sends a hey 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 i can see that (laughs) and when she has done it she hasn't in a long time but when she's done it i'm like okay, let's have a talk. Right. If you send somebody a text and they don't send one right back to you, why? What does that mean? And she's like, um, uh, uh. okay, so why did you send another one right away? Because maybe they didn't see the first one. No, pretty sure that wasn't the case.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If somebody
1: doesn't respond, is it maybe because they just can't respond right now?
0: Yes. Oh my gosh, kids are so worried that oh they didn't respond in two seconds. Right. I need to send five more texts. But like, like
1: that's a conversation
0: that you can have and talk about it.
1: Precisely, and it's like it's all of those things that I'm like, all oh, right, there's no way she would. N- it wouldn't occur to her to think, oh, maybe my friend put their phone down and isn't looking at it right now. Right. But you tell them that, and they're like. So mine has now had the conversation with all of her friends. Like, Hey, if I don't text you back right away, it's because I'm doing something else. Not because I don't want to talk to you. I'll text you back as soon as I get it.
0: Right. And those are all conversations you can have along with all the other ones that need to happen. Like, Hey, when you come across pornography, this is what pornography is. And this is what it looks like. And it might pop up on your phone when you're older. Or this is what predators look like. This is what people know how to stand up to mean bullies, but they don't know how to stand up to really nice grooming predators. Oh, yeah. Um, And to being able to teach them those things and have those conversations of, here's why you don't have Instagram.
1: And it's totally like with the contact safe list on Pinwheel, that's one of the conversations, I wasn't even thinking about that one, but like my daughter's contact list right now is all people that she and I both know in person. And we've had that conversation that I wanna know right now that anybody that she is talking to when I'm not around is somebody that we both know and trust in person. And that when she gets older, she might be able to venture into social media or online and other contexts and have conversations with people I don't know in person. But then Mm -hmm. we talk about, can I tell you about a thing I came up with for Halloween this year?
0: Yes, go for it, yes
1: okay i'm a big fan of helping kids understand online concepts through real world activities okay did you ever play the game when you were a kid where you like take a box and you put like a label on the outside that says monster eyeballs and you put a bowl full of peeled grapes inside and so you like have to reach your hand into the dark box oh, labeled yeah. monster eyeballs <laughs> yeah, and yeah you feel these like cold slimy things in a bowl and you're like
0: Eh-heh! Yep. Yep.
1: Only it's not monster eyeballs. It's It's grapes. Here's the thing. Take kids through an exercise. You play this game at your Halloween gathering. You have the monster eyeballs and the spaghetti mummy guts and the, like all the things and you label the box. And so somebody could say it's monster eyeballs. And then you find out later it's grapes or they could say it's grapes. And you find out it's monster eyeballs. Oh
0: my gosh! Yep, that is so true. And then
1: you and then you tie that into, hey, when somebody says online, "I'm a 12 year old girl," doesn't make it true. That, wow. And that grown-ups, because we've been doing it longer, we know how to see the little cues mm-hmm. to help verify someone is or isn't and it's hard for us even sometimes
0: oh yeah oh, but yeah.
1: i frame it that way like and i'll tell you every kid i've run that by so far like they do that exercise they get it yeah they get it <laughs> like,
0: yeah so parents use this as an opportunity to speak with your kids speak with your kids about social predators about pornography um so that you don't have just this isn't a fix-all pinwheel gab wireless it's not a fix-all to avoid the tough conversations you have to have those tough conversations so your kid can be safe when they're not on the pinwheel because one day they won't be on the pinwheel they won't be on gab wireless they won't be on a flip phone they'll be able to buy their own phone and make their own big kid decisions and so talk to them about those so how can folks check out pinwheel and learn more shameless plug time (laughs) shameless plug time pinwheels easy
1: pinwheel.com All the information is right there on the website, and we also have a Facebook group called Thriving Families Health, Thriving, oh sorry, we also have a Facebook group called Thriving Families Healthy Tech. I've been looking at renaming it, so I've forgotten <laughs> what the name is. But we do also have a Facebook group where we have some good conversations.
0: Yep. And they also have Instagram, and all those links will be in the description. So go please check them out. They are awesome. I love companies like Pinwheel that are working hard to help keep our kids safe and help educate them. Um, for your daily dose of positivity, make sure to go follow me at bulliesbe.gon on Instagram for any speaking inquiries. Email me. All that will be in the podcast description as well. Always remember, you are wonderful, you are worthy, and you are worth it. Go home and give your kids an eight-second hug, and we'll see you on the next one.